Hello and welcome to the Neo News Today podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, of Neo News Today. In episode 49 of the NNT pod, I sat down and spoke with Stephen Liu, a technologist at the Neo Foundation and the tech lead for Flamingo Finance. In this episode, we talked about Stephen's background, Flamingo as an infrastructure for DeFi, the complexities of building a trading module, the process of developing and releasing Neo3, and more. So I hope you enjoy listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. Hey guys, what's going on? Dylan with the Neo News Today podcast. Today we are speaking with Stephen Liu, the technologist at the Neo Foundation and the Flamingo Finance tech lead. How are you doing today, Stephen? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, Dina? I'm doing awesome. Um, I think that we spoke for the Neo and Academia article about a year ago, but this is the first time you're coming onto the podcast, right? Yes, it's my first time to join the podcast. Awesome. NT. Awesome. Really psyched to have you here. Thanks for sharing um, your time with us. So just to jump right into this, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what your role is with Neo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, I did a similar interview with NNT before. It, it was Colin, I think, who asked who asked me. So my, my, my name is Steven, like, and my Chinese name is Durian Dong. I joined the Neo uh, for the NGD office in the 2018, and uh, I actually joined the joined the crypt, cryptocurrency in the end of 2017. And before that, I knew Bitcoin, Ethereum, EOS, and knew Neo a little bit, but don't know the details. And after I uh, learned something about the DApp development, the the smart contract, and I began to uh, to know like Neo is a uh, is also a, a blockchain which has a smart contract and it's different with uh, uh, Ethereum and EOS and I become interested interested in it and uh, after some friends of uh, recommendation I joined the NGD office and uh, in the beginning I was a software developer in the RNG development uh, I did some work about the code and uh, analysis, the documentation writing, uh, the test work, and I also play with some community tools like the uh, the SDKs provided by City of Design and the O3 Wallet, these kind of things. And uh, uh, after that, when I began to more familiar with the community and uh, their works, I I transferred my role to the Neo Foundation. Uh, work with Grace uh, together to to communi- communicate with uh, uh, developers of the uh, community and also uh, design the tasks of them and also control the resource for the com- communities. That's all my jobs in the Neo Foundation. Very cool. So is Neo the first uh, blockchain that you've worked on behalf of? Uh, to be honest, no. I personally worked something with EOS before. Okay. Yeah, my interest, my personal interest, and working with my friends together to did some job in the in the nodes and in the smart contract. Very cool. So you've had um, a handful of positions at Neo, and I'm just wondering how working in the different in the different roles that you've had, how have they shaped your outlook on Neo? 
Yeah, I think uh, first of all, I'm a developer, and I really like the smart contract, and also the the, the blockchain related uh, technical things. And Neo is a new thing to me. In the beginning, it's it used a different VM, different compiler with Ethereum and EOS. And um, after I get familiar with it, I found it, it's uh, it's quite an interesting project. And uh, we have a lot of communities. They are contributing to our uh, core codes and our SDKs, our ecosystems. I, I learned a lot from them, and, and uh, I began to know more about the Neo development. And uh, during the R&D time in the, D, uh, in the NGD office, I think uh, most of my time is learning new and learning the development and the community, and also have some experience with uh, communities, uh, SDK and related work. And uh, after sh shifting my role to the Neo Foundation, my role is focusing more, more on the communicating and also uh, some work of design, the whole tasks, the stacks, and uh, also uh, did some work with some other ecosystem partners to let them know more about you. And as you said before, we had a talk with the education related work. So that, that that's also another part of the job I did in the new foundation. I have to let more people, more developers to know what NEO is, what you can do on the NEO, and also more more students in the university can learn how to do smart contract development on NEO. And uh, I, I really thanks this this job opportunity in the NEO Foundation led me to like know more about the the the, the whole industry, the what other other blockchain is doing and also can contact with more ecosystem partners, more students, more yeah, communities. That's all. Very cool. Yeah, it was it was um really awesome to to pick your brain about a year ago to learn more about the great things that you were doing, uh, that you at Neo Foundation as well as other developer communities were doing with students and just in general with academic institutions. And of course, Neo News Today has an awesome article that we released last summer. So beyond all the, the roles that you've had at Neo and Neo Foundation, you're also the lead developer of Flamingo Finance. So how are you selected for that project and what's the ultimate vision for Flamingo? I think, uh, well, yeah, I'm, uh, um, I be begin to know about the DeFi world uh, in the very early, in the 2019, I think. I played with uh, uh, the Uniswap, the Compound, and also Synthetics yeah, in that year. And I found it was very interesting, but not, 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 that, not that crazy at that time. And when the 2020 coming and when the price of these DeFi tokens rise, more and more people are, are, are getting interested in these DeFi projects and become crazy about it. And uh, then I think uh, it's time for for me and for other uh, our colleagues to discuss about what Neo can do in this world. As, as you know, like the, the, the goal of the Neo is to build a smart economy, right? But what smart economy should be? And we, we did some work before, like we tried to 
build the DEX, it's Switro. And we also have our stable coin, it's called Argument. And we also did some work in STO and NFT. This is kind of a real asset. But I believe we need to do more. As uh, our founders always say, like uh, we have to build some infrastructure of the finance from the real world to the to the uh, blockchain. And I think that how the Flamingo come, uh, we, we, we take about one month to discuss the structure of the Flamingo finance and uh, also discuss a lot with, uh, with our founders. And finally, we decided to do this project. And it's quite hard for us in the beginning because in NEO, there are something not, not, not there in the smart contract system, also in the community tools. And uh, we, we, we experienced a lot of bugs and a lot of uh, uh, mistakes in the beginning. And uh, uh, yeah, we, we, and I think uh, now everything works well and we re receive a lot of uh, contributions from the community. Some uh, uh, help us review our code and uh, do some auditing and some of us uh, report some bugs and some feedbacks for us. And now the Flamingo becomes a very important part of the new e ecosystem. As I said before, the, the target of Flamingo is not doing everything for the new. It's just an infrastructure, the basic things that provide the liquidity and provide users uh, a tool like can wrap, wrapping the asset from other blockchain to the new world. And I think uh, based on the Flamingo, Developers and communities can do a lot of work on it, like the the lending and the borrowing borrowing system, the insurance, the oracles, these kind of things. So, what makes Flamingo different from other DeFi projects? Uh, I think there are something different. First of all, uh, Flamingo has the the cross chain part which we are using the poly network, we can let people uh, wrapping the Ethereum, the, the Bitcoin and the ontology to the new uh, ecosystem. I think that's uh, one of the first important things that Flamingo had, uh, did. And the other thing is Flamingo has a, it's a full stack DeFi project. People can uh, use the, the the poly network to cross uh, to do cross chain asset transfer and then in the Uniswap people can uh, transfer the uh, trade their tokens and then in the perpetual protocol recently we developed people can add margin on it and to do some more trading and uh, also not only the token asset but also can be some synthetic asset and some real asset in the world. Very much looking forward to the different types of assets being added to uh, the PERP trading module. And in the previous question, you'd, you'd mentioned that the community had given you a lot of feedback about the Flamingo protocol. And very recently, there was a trading competition on the PERP module. So I'm just wondering if you could share a little bit more about what you learned from the community and from how the community was using PERP and how that impacted your decision to make tweaks or to change the perp module? Well, I think uh, it's a quite good competition for us. Yeah, because you know the development of uh, the 
perpetual protocol on Neo is very difficult for us. Yeah, uh, as you know, like the Uniswap, the compound, they already exist a long time, maybe two or three years, and people already find a lot of things bugs on it. So we can just learn from these as a reference. But for the perpetual protocol, uh, I think it only occurred this year or, or in the end of last year. There are just a few projects who are doing this, and we don't have too much thing to learn. We have to discover all things by ourselves. So the trading competition is a good place for us to let people to play with it, to, to find the bugs, to find the problem, problems in it. A lot of users in the in the Discord uh, like uh, message us there are some bugs, some feedbacks, and someone I, I know they find some tricks to to earn a lot of uh, money in it. I think these are all things good for us. Yeah, such a large trading system, it's very difficult to debug. We can only do some normal testing. We cannot do very complicated. And when more and more users come to the system, it makes the system very chaos, very difficult to to, to find the, the bugs. So I really thank all the users and the, uh, the traders joining the uh, trading competition makes uh, make some feedbacks for us. Yeah, when we were covering the launch of the Perp competition, um, we'd noted that Perp was using virtual AMMs, and there are very few projects out there right now that are using virtual yeah. AMMs. So you guys were on the cutting edge of new yeah. technology. And speaking on being of the cutting edge, uh, Hongfei recently released a significant plan update for Flamingo. So could you just like explain basically what the proposed changes are for Flamingo and Flamingcom? Uh, I think uh, most of the change happening in the Flamingcom, as you know, before, like uh, we, we use the Poly network to do the assets cross-chain from the Ethereum and the ontology to NEO. But, and uh, before that, there is the one thing called Flamingcom, which is a, uh, uh, a Wi-Fi really uh, similar things to help you help users to earn money from other DeFi projects, but there are some problem already exists in the Flamingcom version one. Now they upgraded to the version two, uh, which already resolved that problem. And uh, now the people in the Ethereum side they can do they can do two choice. So the first choice is cross chain to the new. The second choice is to do some, uh, like, to do some uh, asset mining in the Ethereum side, and they can earn a lot uh, more than other pro- DeFi projects. And that's using the two new token model, the X token and the Y token. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, the two new token models, X token and Y token. Awesome. Um, I'll let our readers check out our coverage of that and look at Neo's um, information that they released in the article about those updates. Um, when you were describing what the Flamingo platform is eventually going to become, you had mentioned lending. So is there uh, on the roadmap um, a time frame for when there's going to be a lending protocol or is that something that you guys are going to focus on at another time? I think we don't have a detailed plan on it now because I think uh, well we are more still focusing more on the version 2 of Flamingo and also the perpetual protocol first and I think uh, 
yeah, in in the next uh, maybe few months, there are some team, maybe our team, maybe also other community community can do this work, because I the lending and the borrowing system is uh, also an important part of DeFi. Absolutely. And I want to get into uh, bringing in new developers and new teams here in a minute. But before we kind of transition to Neo3, um, just really briefly, just really generally, what does the ultimate success for Flamingo look like to you? What is ultimate goal? Or ultimate? Yeah. What's your vision for what Flamingo Finance can become? I think uh, it should be the most important infrastructure of uh, DeFi on Neo, and uh, it should be the entrance of users and the traders to to join the Neo DeFi world, and it it connects the real world financial activity to the blockchain world. Awesome. So I want to shift a little bit to Neo three because you do wear multiple hats at Neo. So currently, the ecosystem is implementing the. Preview 5 uh, right now. Yeah. And Testnet is going to launch in the coming month or so. So what are you most anticipating about the launch of Testnet? Well, I think uh, it's a good time for us to to launch the Testnet. Uh, you know, Neo 2 is already running for a very long time. And uh, we already found there are some existing bottlenecks and uh, some drawbacks for the Neo 2. And now I think there are a lot of DeFi projects, some NFT projects, and some STL projects running uh, in the world. I think now when the NEO is upgrading to NEO 3, and it's, when the testnet test is coming, we can attract more new projects and new developers to come to, to enjoy the new, the new NEO development environment. Are we allowed to talk about the upcoming community grants? Uh, well, for the community grants, we, we can talk a little bit about it. Like, it's uh, designed by our new foundation, and it's uh, Grace is leading on it. And uh, we we are going to have this grants system because we want to attract more new developers and new programs to join. We can provide some small amount of grants to like incentive them to to learn and to develop on new. Cool. So looking forward, once we have the test net and we have mainnet and we have the community grants going, is there going to be sort of a focus for the types of developers you want to bring into the ecosystem, the types of projects you want to bring into the ecosystem? Or is there just going to be kind of like a catch-all? Like you and the rest of the team will evaluate the different people who are proposing to build in the ecosystem? Or are you going to be kind of going after specific teams to build out DeFi protocols or to bring to build out DApps or any other specific sort of projects? I think there is no specific specific, uh, specific condition for this grant. I, I, we welcome all of all kind of developers to come, not only DeFi, but also NFT, new DApps, game. They, they can also come to the new uh, Neo 3 when the testnet is launching. Because I think uh, when the Neo 3 is launching, we are going to have a, a larger ecosystem and uh, people will, yeah, the users of, of Neo can see, wow, there is a lot of things to play with. Cool. Um, something I just want to ask you personally. Um, yeah. 
I understand that large techno no, large technological infrastructure projects always take longer than we think they're supposed to take. And yeah. maybe some, it might be rough for you guys because some token holders or some members of the community might be a little impatient. So what's kind of the biggest lesson you've learned about this major upgrade from Neo 2 to Neo 3? And what's something that the community could learn from your perspective about why it's so difficult for this large project to, to be launched? Uh, well, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know like people always ask me, like not only the users, not token holders, but also some media, some, uh, friends ask me like why the news three is not coming. Like it's say like one years ago. So I have to say that all the core developers and NGD developers are working hardly on it. Yeah. Although the release time of news three is delayed again and again, I yeah, I also know there are some complaints, some doubts in the communities. But personally, I have to say, like, uh, uh, there are two reasons, two points I have to say behind it. The first of all is Neo3 is a, a huge change. And there's an, a number of new features in the Neo3. And uh, for these features, even some small features, it require, required our developers to do a number of tests, to do a number of... Uh, things to verify yeah even if it looks like there is a tiny update from outside world uh from the user's perspective it actually maybe cost our developers about one week to find out what bug in yet and uh, the second point i have to say is uh, neo is always a decentralized a community-driven project from the beginning to now it's it's always there so we still use the core developer system. Every developer from the world join it. They can contribute to the new and they have different ideas to discuss, to talk with each other. So as you know, like the community driven project always have this long term voting process. They have to decide what is right, what is wrong. Not like not like some projects maybe there is a, a in in-house team. They can do it very quickly in one or two months. That's not a story for Neo. So Neo, in the beginning, as our two founders always said, Neo is a community project. We are always doing the community-driven things. And also, you can see in the Neo story, we have a lot of components built by the community, like the ID is from SourceCom blockchain. The file system, NeoFS, is by the SPCC in Russia. So I think uh, these, these community do a lot of work for us and uh, we believe in this work time we we can always make neo great yeah so neo 3 is going to have all these great inclusive tools there's going to be identity there's going to be distributed storage but then there's also going to be little developer tweaks that maybe me as a token holder and maybe just a neo user not necessarily a developer aren't going to be able to see, for example, the transition from the UTXO-based model to the asset model. So thinking about all the big scale things like decentralized storage, all the way down to the way that um, assets are going to be stored on the NEO network, what are you most anticipating or what's your favorite aspect of NEO3 that you're most looking forward to? Mm, there are some... And uh, first of all, I think uh, the 
FS is a good thing for me. Like uh, we have our file storage system in the new three, and it's it's a really useful tools, really useful components for us. When when there are some large scale business D apps running on the new, the file system can be store these large files. And the other thing I think it's uh, compromising is the the remove of UTXO model. I think UTXO model is uh, good for us when we want to trace some old histories, but I think the new model makes it much easier for developers to, to do things. Cool. So you have so many hats on at Neo Foundation and working on Flamingo. So for you personally, what are your next steps? What's What are you going to be working on next? Uh, personally, I... I first of all, I will still work on the Flamingo team. We will do the development of the version two and uh, maybe other components this year. And also, we have to migrate to new three when the new three is ready. And uh, maybe I will do some work with the NGD developers. Uh, when the new three test is launching, we will find out some new things to do. Some maybe some new tools or some new things based on the new three. Awesome. We have a lot going on in the ecosystem. This is going to be a very big year for Neo. I'm anticipating new developers coming into the ecosystem. So it's going to be great for them to have a person such as yourself that they can contact and ask any questions that they might have. Um, Cognizant of your time. uh, I know it's getting late in Shanghai. Is there anything that we haven't talked about today that you would like to share with the Neo News Today community? Well, I think uh, it's okay now, and uh, I very welcome people to talk with me on Discord. Maybe you can always find me on Discord. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today at Neo News Today. It's always great to to chat with you. It's been far too long since the last time we caught up. And um, yeah, yeah, I just want to thank you for joining us and I wish you a good night. Yeah, good. Thank you. Well, what did you think of that conversation? I found it really interesting that Steven views Flamingo as the infrastructure, a full stack protocol for DeFi in the Neo ecosystem. And that its cross-chain communication makes it a unique platform. Plus, it was great to get Steven's perspective from the inside on what it's like to collaborate with a global developer community on building a major blockchain upgrade and how processes can sometimes take a while. To keep up to date with the latest in the NEO ecosystem, visit www.neonewstoday.com. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our channels on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify, and leave a five-star review if you feel that others should hear our content. Every subscription and review helps others learn more about the Neo News Today podcast and the Neo ecosystem. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Neo News Today podcast, and we look forward to catching you next time.